0: You're listening to the Happy Doc Student Podcast, a podcast dedicated to providing clarity to the often mysterious doctoral process. Do you feel like you're losing your mind? Let me and my guests show you how to put more joy in your journey and graduate with your sanity, health, and relationships intact. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Frederick, and today I welcome Andrea Brody. Andrea started her career path as a graphic designer. She loved the creative work, but the long hours she spent sitting at a desk took a toll on her body and she developed chronic neck, shoulder, and back pain. Does that sound familiar, anyone? She found relief with Pilates and decided to shift her career to help others get stronger and alleviate stress in their bodies and minds so they can live balanced lives. I'm excited to have her on today to discuss the importance of movement. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Why don't we spend just a few minutes with you introducing yourself to the audience? Great. As you
1: mentioned, I spent years as a graphic designer. For other people in the audience that work at a desk, I'm sure they can relate to my struggle with that repetitive motion of moving the mouse. and right-handed. And I would work at a desk all day. I had deadlines and I just had this constant neck, shoulder and low back pain on my right side from, you know, stressing out, trying to meet those deadlines with my projects. I went to physical therapy about six times and I just, I never got fully relieved from that issue. And then I found Pilates and it really helped me get relief. From those problems. And I started to go to Pilates almost every day after work. And I felt so much better. It just, it helped with the mental stress and the physical stress in my body from sitting so much because it just taxes your body so much to do all that constant sitting. And then I just decided to learn more about it. And I became a certified instructor. And then I switched my career path. And now I, help people that were in that position I was in so that they can feel better in their bodies and continue to do the work that they love, but not be in pain like I was in pain. Because, you know, you want to be able to be creative, do your work efficiently, and also be happy in your life outside of work and not be in pain. Because when you are in pain and working, you're not going to do your best work. You're not going to Be there for your friends and family and feel good. You need to take care of yourself for the benefit of your relationships, for the longevity of your career, to do
0: your best work, and just for your overall health and wellness. And, you know, there's a lot of research coming out saying that sitting is the new smoking regardless of if you're in pain, but I work with a lot of students who are sitting at a desk job and then going home and sitting down some more to work on their studies. And like you said, when you're in a chronic pain situation, it absolutely impacts every facet of your life. And I loved that you discovered Pilates because it was about 2007, shortly after my children were born and I had twins. I was on bed rest and my body kind of Deteriorated, I guess. I was lying in bed for quite some time. And so once they were born, I'm taking care of two babies, and my body was not happy. I had chronic low back pain. I had herniated discs in my neck, and someone recommended Pilates. And this was back in the day when I actually had a VHS cassette player. <laughs> I wish I still had the tape, but it revolutionized the way I felt in my body was transformative. That's that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that it
1: works so well for you. And that's just the experience I find like I experienced it myself and then I also have clients that come to me. I have a client um and she had chronic low back pain from sitting at her desk and she was suffering so much but she also wanted to become pregnant and have a child and she was so scared because she was like, how am I going to carry a baby when I'm in such, such tremendous pain all the time with my back from, from sitting at the desk? So we worked on it together and she didn't have low back pain anymore. And then she has, she has the baby's actually going to turn one next in a week and she went through the whole pregnancy without any low back pain. I saw her three times a week because she became so strong. Um, in her center and opened up her back through Pilates and doing all the work. I mean, she did the work. She was consistent. And and then after the baby, I mean, she pushed the baby out in an hour. The hospital staff and the nurses were just like, this is your first baby. This is incredible. So it's just remarkable to me. I mean, I'm so grateful for it. If you're consistent and you do the work, that it's so helpful for you in any age. You know, I mean, I have a client that is 91 years old and I've had a client that's 16. So you can start at any age, you can start at any ability that it just meets you where you are at. And it doesn't really matter what issue you have, it's tailored to what you need. And that's what's so great about it because it works with you.
0: And Andrea, I'm wondering, there may be people out there going, Pilates, I've never heard of it. Why don't we pause and have you give a little description of what is this exercise that we're talking about? Absolutely. So Pilates is a
1: mind-body exercise, and it, it focuses on your core as being the center of your strengths. But you actually use your full body. So nothing is underworked and nothing is overworked. And when you strengthen your core, you build that stability in your center so that you get better flexibility, better strength in your body, it improves your posture and your overall strength and balance. So you can do all of your activities better when you move from that place of strength. And it also helps so that you can avoid injuries in certain activities and it helps you age better because you're already have that you know like a column of strength in your center to hold you up to support your spine
0: and i have done a previous episode with a body worker that talked about posture and the importance of posture particularly as we age, if you think about the stereotypical aging person, they're hunched over, they've lost that good posture. But also, as you were talking about the core, the center, having this center of strength, not to get too esoteric, but I got to say, my experience with Pilates is it does bring you to your center. It's an exercise that can really help you embody your values and who you are and where you want to go. I feel like for me,
1: it's kind of like a moving meditation. When I did it, when I had my office job, it was my time away. It was like my one hour to be with myself, to reset myself. You focus on your breath. You become more aware of your body. You just kind of see these subtleties you're only focusing on just where you're at in that one present moment of doing these movements and it's just that one thing and that was really important to me I learned I learn a lot every time I do these movements and every day is different and every day is different in how you feel in your body and every time I do Pilates it feels different for me And that's something where where I have to think about that. And like you said, it's a mindful way of looking at yourself and thinking about what else might be going on. Because then I think, why does my shoulder hurt? Because a lot of times, besides physical activities that cause pain, emotional stresses can cause pain too. You know, you get tense if you're getting stressed out, if you have a deadline on a project or you have a test or something like that is happening or you're driving somewhere and you're late and your shoulders get really gripped on the steering wheel. So it's not just, um, that you threw your back out because you grabbed something and twisted funny. It is other things going on in your mind that can sometimes cause these aches and pains in your body. So. And that can be a larger contributing factor than just the physical aspect.
0: What I have found as I have aged is that my body has a lot to say to me if I'm open to listening to it. And I learn a lot about not just the physical aspect, but where I am in life and what's going on with me. And what I have found with doctoral students and faculty, and I get it, guys, You're busy, your calendar's already packed and exercise is often the first thing to go. But moving your body and moving your body in a mindful way can almost serve as a catalyst for getting you through the program and for faculty for successfully mentoring students. So Andrea, as we were talking, I was thinking people might be wondering, it sounds a little bit like yoga. Do people ask you how is Pilates the same or different? That's a very common question, so I'm glad you brought it up to distinguish it.
1: They're different and Joseph Pilates was inspired by yoga a little bit, but Pilates um, is a system of exercises that has a specific order, especially the mat Pilates that you move through and all of them have a stretch and a strength aspect to each exercise. So you're stretching and strengthening in each exercise and you do small repetitions. And that's why you never get really sore because you're just doing the right amount that you need to do to get the work done. Also in Pilates, not the mat, there's equipment that you could use if you go to a studio. So that's different. And those have springs that are used for resistance where you use your body weight as resistance on the apparatus. So those are some of the primary differences between them. And circling back to what you were talking about with the students not making time, I encounter that issue with my clients and also myself. And that's what's so important about doing activities like Pilates, because if you don't make time for yourself and take care of yourself, even if you're doing these things like studying and working towards something. If you don't feel well, you're not going to do well in whatever it is you're trying to achieve. So just taking a little bit of time, I know it might feel overwhelming to do it. It's going to benefit you in the end, physically and mentally. So some of the tips I recommend is starting small, you know, because sometimes you could feel overwhelmed if you think I need to take an hour break to do this whole, you know, workout or whatever maybe take 10 minutes, start with that and just put it in your calendar and just make it like a meeting. Like it's your important meeting with yourself for 10 minutes just to leave your desk and take a walk, go outside for a minute and just stretch or do something, you know, just so that you get up in a way because your mind's not going to be clear and your body's not going to feel well. When I was a designer and I was sitting at my desk and trying to come up with ideas and I didn't leave, I would not feel well in my body. And then I didn't have ideas. Like I didn't have the clarity because I was just sitting there and I was just stuck in this cycle. And the minute I got up and I left my desk and I went outside and I just walked around for a little bit. I came up with all these ideas and my head cleared and I just, I just got refreshed and it made everything work so much better. and. All you need is just to take, you know, frequent small breaks and everything will flow so much better in your day with your workload and everything else. And plus, you need to be, you know, mentally and physically healthy and strong to do your best work, to relate to other people that you're interacting with on a daily basis and also to show if you're in the workplace or in a school situation that you are confident to project that confidence to them so they have confidence in you. If you're giving a presentation or anything else so that you're rested and that you project your best self for the longevity of whatever you're doing into the future. So that's very important, I think. And then just At the end of the day, when you go home, you also want to feel good to be a caring and kind person, not to feel, you know, when you feel bad and you don't feel well, you don't give off that energy, you know, to someone and they might take it in not the right way. And that affects your relationships.
0: There are so many ways that not taking care of yourself negatively impacts anyone in a human body, but particularly for my listeners. You all know I'm a huge advocate of self-care and I argue time and time again, it's an investment in your degree because you will complete your degree faster with a higher quality product, with your friends and family, still liking you and loving you. (laughs) If you take care of yourself first, right? I, I say a lot, you can't pour from an empty cup and you look around and you see people burnt out Frustrated, stressed, short tempers. If the whole world could just take a few minutes to prioritize this. And Andrea, I love that you said, listen, start small. You're not telling people you've got to commit to an hour, five times a week if you're going to get the benefits. You're saying stand up, (laughs) do something for 10 minutes, reap the benefits, and then let that encourage you to keep coming back and doing more. Exactly. Yes. And now people may be wondering, okay, you mentioned you could do this at home on a mat. You could do it in a studio with equipment. I think both are really neat options. Some people need to leave, especially if they're working at home and they're studying at home. Leaving their home is a treat. It really is a treat. And so if you're in L.A., listeners, I'll make sure I have Andrea's information so that you could visit her studio, but you have a very unique offering where you're meeting with people virtually and designing custom programs. That's more my style because I don't like the thought of even though I work at home, <laughs> I'm constantly at home. I'm a little bit of a homebody. Honestly, I don't like the idea that I'm having to drive somewhere, find parking and then drive back. I would rather be spending that time you know, on a home improvement project or calling a friend or something like that. So I would love for you to talk about this customized program that you do.
1: Yeah, so I start where we just have a a complimentary consultation so I can learn more about you and see you and do a posture assessment and learn about your day-to-day. And then that's just right on my website, which you can sign up for an appointment to do that. And then I can give you a few tips there, like simple tips just to start to implement right away. And then from there, we can move forward and then do, you know, the one-on-one work together to get you feeling really strong and more
0: energized and better in your body day to day. Because listeners, you could push yourself. I see it. You could push yourself and not take care of yourself and eventually get that degree. But think about it. You have this degree that's positioning you to go out and be a leader in your field. You want to be strong. You want to be healthy. Maybe, yeah, I you need to be. <laughs> you need to be healthy to make the change that you're wanting to make. So I am going to make sure, Andrea, that I've got all your contact information in the links below. And, you know, audience, maybe if you've been thinking about adopting a new exercise practice, maybe you've tried yoga and it didn't really resonate with you. Pilates is different. I'm going to encourage you to check it out. And Andrea, before we wrap up today's episode, do you have a favorite quote or maybe some final words of wisdom you want to share with the audience?
1: I just really think anytime you are sitting there and you start to feel any hint of frustration, tiredness, hunger, or thirst, you need to leave your desk. Not one second longer. Do not do do that to yourself anymore because it is not good for you. You have to just break that cycle. Nothing is going to go wrong. If you leave your desk for five minutes, nothing terrible is going to happen. If you do that, it's only going to make it better. I can, I can promise you that doing something for yourself and taking care of yourself is only going to make your work and
0: your life better. Andrea, I agree. Listeners give yourself permission to listen to your body, take care of yourself. You will not be sorry. Andrea, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Until then, if you're looking for more ways to invite joy in your journey, check out the free resources at expandyourhappy.com. You'll find downloads like an article I wrote titled The Doctoral Journey – 12 things you need to know that they probably won't tell you. You'll also find a PDF that organizes all podcasts by the seven steps, detailed in the Happy Doc Student Handbook, which you can also find on the website. Finally, if you're looking for a Happy Doc Student swag, I've got that too. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. And if you wanna make my day, rate and review so that together we can change the way doctoral education is delivered and experienced. Hey, one more thing. Just a quick reminder that the information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only.